The Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100 and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from... Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Uh, today is, I need to stop doing this because I never know the date. Thursday, the 24th, third, Thursday, the 23rd of February. And we're here to preview A, the EFL Cup final, the Carabao Cup between Manchester United and Newcastle United. And then also um, all the Premier League games, seven or eight Premier League games at the weekend as well. So we're here across all of that. And joining me, uh, as ever, is the late Mr. Barry Penaluna. Barry, how are you doing? I'm not fucking dead, Malcolm. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you are late. Fucking hell. I'm all right today. Five past ten, that was all right. Right. I, I for a start, bath. right, you say what you're going to say, and then I've got, I've got a bit prepared for this. I've been having a bath. And there was a yeah. big game of football on tonight, and we are yeah. a football show, so I don't know if yeah. you want me to get out the bath before the Man U game's finished, but that's not happening. So, um, you know, we've got to finish watching the football so that we can talk about the football. So, uh, perfectly acceptable tonight. Arrived at five past ten. That's, that's okay for me. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I, well, I also had a bath. I also watched the football. Uh, it was six minutes past ten, so not five past. So what I've decided, Baz, is here's, here's what I'm thinking. Um... For every minute late you are, if you put a pound into the pot, so tonight would be six quid, and we'll get it. And then at the end of the season, maybe like the last day of the season, we'll like run a competition for the for the listeners, and they can they can have a free bet. We'll give a free bet away with all your late minutes. What do you think of that? As long as you stick in a tenner for every time you're a day late. <laughs> right, okay. I'll I'll end up twenty quid in. You'll end up about four thousand pound in by the middle of May, Baz. Um, so you ready on Sunday night this week? No, no, I'm not. Are you? There's a tenner. <laughs> right. Yeah, on top of the last one. Um, right. When we just got online here, Baz, on this little stream before we started recording, what was the very first thing I said to you? Do you yeah, remember? I've got a shiny head. I did say, Barry, your head looks very shiny tonight. Very and you shiny. replied, <laughs> "Just shave that. I've been in the bath." I've had my little trim for the weekend because I'm on my way to London. Um, so I don't like to be fully fully shiny by the weekend. So you've got to get in a couple of couple of days early to trim that. So we've got to yeah, I've got to stick me uh, sunglasses, like yeah, Stevie Wonder with my sunglasses on. What made us laugh about that though? Like, say, like the IT department would come in with a hundred pound haircut, and I wouldn't even blink an eye, not say a single word. And then <laughs> you turn up, and the head. first thing I first thing I said, "Oh, hello, Baz, your head looks shiny tonight." <laughs> yes, excellent, good man. There. Yeah, so there we go. A minute in the pot, and Barry's shiny head. Um, right. So what we'll do is. Uh, Baz, it's the big game on Sunday. Uh, we'll come to that uh, in 10 minutes or so. We had some midweek stuff that we threw some darts at. Um, 
some European stuff. We dipped our toe last week into the Champions League and the Europa League. We did the same again this week. Five games. Um, I feel like I handicapped them okay without an awful lot of success. I went two for five. So, I mean, I lost just over one unit. It's not the end of the world. You take that most weeks. Like, um, So, yeah, a little look back. Um, the game of the week, really. Uh, Liverpool 2, Real Madrid 5 on Tuesday. Um, firstly, this was very funny. Let's get that out of the way. I very much enjoyed that. Um, the over two and a half was the pick. Everybody was on goals. Um, I took... The, the big one, the 11 to 1 shot that I threw out was both teams to score in both halves. It's two all at half time. And Madrid score after 47 minutes. I'm three quarters of the way there, Baz. Oh, yeah, that's, that's I forgot you'd put that one out, to be honest. That, that was 75% amazing. of the way. I gave that to Moonaf as well. He DM'd me again. Um, obviously, my man Darwin Nunes, hashtag streak. Uh, Kieran, uh, hope you won a few quid on him this week, two in a row. Um, and then, yeah, I couldn't get one over the line. And then after that, I'll, I'll, I'll crack on Baz because I'll, I'll hand the bat on to you. You did all right on Tuesday. It was Frankfurt nil, Napoli two. Took over two and a half. So we lost uh, the red card to the Frankfurt strike. I didn't do me many favours. But Tuesday night, Baz, was our, uh, that was our headline of the week because you pinned everything. Yeah, Tuesday was really good. Um, I took the Real Madrid team goals. I think it was my pick on, yeah. Team tool, it was, yeah. 13-8, I think it was. Yeah. Um, decent price. Uh, good start there. Napoli, I took Napoli team goals over 1.5 again, and I think that one was around evens. Um, I put that out on TikTok as a double, actually. Paid out 92, the double, so that, that was good. And I'd also put out OC Men, uh, anytime score. Yeah. 7-4 when we put that out on the night. Um, by the time it kicked off, I think it was into about 11-8. Um, his prices had shortened for everything, but that hit easy enough as well. So Tuesday night, yeah, it was definitely my my best night of the week. Um, hit all three players there. So, yeah. You had um, you had Osman on your wall of fame earlier on, Baz, but we had to turn yeah. that off because the the green screen and your shiny head were a lethal combo and brought the internet crashing down. Green screen issues tonight, so I've had to pull the uh, pull the screen down, and now you've just yeah. The cow on the wall behind me. Uh, yeah, uh, the cow. I just had a message out. from Greg. He must be watching live. He's, he's sending yeah. commiserations on my death. The what late Barry Penaluna. Oh, yeah. Well, get on time. You'll be all right. Uh, Wednesday night um, was into one Porto nil. Took both teams to score. This was me dodgiest at picks, really. Um, but red card again. Uh, red cards in both games. That's my excuse for losing both of them. And then... Leipzig won, Manchester City won, took the over three and a half goals. It was nowhere near, really. Um, I've been taking both teams to score in all Man City games. It's been a bit of a train, and I should have just stuck with it. I don't know why I jumped off it, really. Um, in Man City, Baz, are so unreliable, man. I don't get... I don't know what they're up to, really. So, yeah, how was your uh, Wednesday night picks? Yeah, well, Napoli Porto was good. I took the under 2.5 there. Yes, you did. Nice. I, I swerved you and went on the, the unders. Um, and yeah. then the City game, I, I took the over 2.5. Um, there was chances, weren't there? There was a penalty shout at the end. Did you see the handball in the last minute? No. I didn't even bother checking it. De- definitely no. be a pen for me. Um, even the referee. Who's the referee they get on BT Sport? Peter Walton. Oh, yeah. He yeah, always yeah, never... <laughs> never never disagrees with a refereeing decision. Even he said it was a penalty, so it must have been. Um, but yeah, over two and a half. Felt a little bit unlucky there. I thought once it got to 1-1, one, one, I, f- I fancied my chances. City weren't great. Like, 
bit of a pattern, though, you know. Most of these bad results have come when uh, Kevin De Bruyne's not involved. Yes. Last night, they didn't start him against Spurs when they got beat. Yeah. I was thinking back to the Southampton game in the Cup when they got battered. Yeah. They didn't start that one. Um I mean, he was ill last last night, so you know nothing he can do there. But obviously, the Spurs game, he was fit. He was on the bench, um, and it's and he just makes them tick. Like so, yeah, it's a fine result for them, isn't it? They'll they'll fancy their chances back at home next week. Uh, yeah, so, Guardiola yeah. does like to prove that he can do stuff differently. That's one of his kind of one of his. Uh, pitfalls, I think that he he always likes to prove that he does know better than everyone else. Or so sometimes, uh, play your best player might just be the uh, the, the most straightforward thing to do. Um, tonight, Manchester United two, Barcelona one. Took the over two and a half. Um, cashed that at nine to ten. I think you took Barcelona team total buzz. Uh, so yeah. that one went down, but um, good win that for Man United. I was. Uh, I was thrashing around in the bath with delight when uh, Lewandowski knocked that pen win. And then, yeah, man, you came back and, and uh, a good win. They're in form. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was sort of willing the morning, the Barcelona in the second half to try and get the equaliser. I think all us Newcastle fans are hoping for extra time penalties and a yeah. long drawn out night for, for them tonight. But, but yeah, really good performance, good, good result, good win. Um, I took, yeah, as you say, Barcelona goals. I did fancy the over two and a half, and then I decided they push it a little bit and go uh, go on the Barcelona side. I, I fancied them to get a couple, and off to a flying start. Really, uh, early goal for Barcelona was was perfect, and then nothing, nothing more from there. But uh, I did. But the one thing I did get right on this was I said the cards. Um, we, didn't oh, yes. uh, we didn't have the prices the other day, but I'd said to keep an eye on it. Um, I thought it would be around the four and a half mark. And sure enough, there were six cards. It was exactly what I thought in the second half. Tight game. It was yeah. a little bit chippy. Lots of cynical fouls, you know, trying to just break things down when, it, you know, Man City, Manu were trying to hang on. Um, lots of chippy stuff. Exactly what you sort of expect in these tight cup games. Um, so, yeah, six cards we ended up with on there. I think there could have been a few more as well. But, so, yeah. I think sort of, with that as well, as it was happening, I was thinking you probably could have named some of the players that were going to do it. While yeah, I was sitting, definitely. I actually listened to the second half on the radio because um, the IT department and Bob were watching some junk through there. And I started actually making some more notes about the weekend games, just um, in games that I think they're mainly in the in the cup final. Um, just for that reason, because I did think that you could have pinned. Um, they've got some... Usual suspects who were yellow card suspects in Newcastle very much have as well. Uh, so we'll come to that in a little while. I got a new candidate for the tit list, Baz. Uh, like I say, I listened to the radio uh, in the second half. I love sport on the radio, one of my all time favourite things. Um, Peter Schmeichel was on core commentary tonight. Jesus wept. By all means, you know, support your own team. But it was the most one eyed partisan thing you've ever, ever heard from the first minute. The penalty was definitely not a penalty. That's not a foul. That's not a foul. That's our throw in. That's a, not a corner. It was a, it was ridiculous. Like it was like a parody. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Peter Schmeichel's always been on my tit list. Um, but yeah, we, have, we haven't um, had the tit list out for a few, no, no. For a few days. And uh, it, it got mentioned in the Discord channel this week. So, um, yeah, Peter Schmeichel. The tit list is back and Peter Schmeichel uh, is very much on there. Uh, right, OK. We've got lots of stuff to get to this week. Firstly, we'll get to the uh, EFL Cup final. But first, I will tell you um, about our headline sponsors here on the Premier League Gambling Podcast. The Winbet, the official sportsbook 
with the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet active in a bunch of states and tons of way to win, including live betting and same game parlays, aka WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts happening right now at WinBet. If you're ready to play, sign up, receive a special offer, bet $100 and get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, if you get the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you'll get a $1,000 free credit. Load to choose from head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that Baz and Lee sent you sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T offer subject to change T's and C's at winbet.com must be 21 or older present in the state where playthrough winbet is available if you were someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 and the SGPN merch store continues to add new items to the store every day Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favourite shirts, hats, sweats and hoodies. Um, my personal new favourite item, Baz, is the ones that we're trying to get out of the customs, people. Have we, have we managed to free our hoodies yet? <laughs> no, we've got a tax bill on it, haven't we? 85 We're still not, we're not paid to get it out of quarantine. So, yeah, we did order, well, we got sent some SGPN merch and uh, HMRC have fucking got us. They've, they've, they've quarantined it. They're holding it hostage until I pay customs fees, VAT, fucking release charges, 85 quid. That's setting us back. So, uh, it's yeah, an absolute swizz, isn't it? Aye. What a racket. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to free our gear um, from His Majesty's uh, customs and excise. Right, Baz, we're going to have to talk about this. Um, oh, I've dreaded this, Malcolm. I really have. I've dreaded this all day. What? And you I've, sent me a message saying we're going to talk AFL Cup final first. And I was like, oh, do we have to? It's well, it's the big game of the weekend. It is. It yeah. just just so happens that for the first time, I mean, if you if we just started this podcast at any point in the last forty six years, Baz would have been absolutely fine. Uh, it just so happens that Newcastle have made the final for the first time in forty six years. What I thought was, Baz, I mean, a to a handicap, it's like. For example, Sean in the Philadelphia Eagles before the NFL, before the Super Bowl, all all week he listened to all the shows and he's just going, your Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this, go birds, E-A-G-L-E-S-E. Ne- bullish to a T, never not short of confidence. Um, and he has me just, I'll be depressed, like clinically depressed since the final whistle went in the first leg of the semi-final. Like, the entire thing has just driven me Absolutely up the wall. Um, do we try the reverse jinx where we just say Man United are going to win 10-0 like that last from last week? Um, so I think what I'm going to do, Baz, I'll just asterisk for the people this next five minutes of the show um, and just say that me and Baz aren't thinking straight. So anything that happens in the next five minutes, anything we tip, ignore it, go and make a cup of tea, do what you want. But yeah, we're not in our right mind. Where it's like one flew over the cuckoo's nest for the next five minutes. So, having said that, the 90 minute betting on Sunday is Manchester United 6 to 5 plus 120. The draw is 23 to 10 plus 230. Newcastle are 12 to 5 plus 240. To lift the trophy, because we've got extra time and penalties, Manchester United are 11 to 18. Minus 163. Newcastle 23 to 10 plus 230. Uh, handicap this in two halves, Baz. I'll run through the first few bits and bobs and give my lean um, of the actual match. And then, like I said, I did pick some other stuff out because I wanted to pick some bets out that I could win that didn't necessarily affect the outcome of the game. 
Do you know what I mean? So I can still win me bets, um, even if Newcastle win 5-0 or lose 5-0 or anything in between. Um, we just talked about Manchester United against Barcelona. Uh, they have been in good form, uh, scoring goals. Rashford was on fire, didn't score tonight. Um, gave us brief hope when he went down injured, like the 90th minute there, hoping that uh, he wasn't going to get back up, but he did. Um, I mean, there's still parts of games where they look very vulnerable. They were 2-0 down against Leeds quite recently, the first half against Leicester. Um, they were... I mean, the scoring goals, um, over two goals per game in the last eight. Um, but they are conceding, on average, uh, just over one. I think it's 1.02, something like that. Uh, tonight was a big game. Uh, big, physically and emotionally. They've put a lot into that. Um, and it's only... Well, what fifty six hours or something till the till this game kicks off. So can they get up for that again? Um, Newcastle, no doubt about it. A little bit of a blip um, at the moment. We've just stopped winning. Uh, we hadn't started losing until last week. The, the game against Liverpool, which was a bit of a mad one. That's only the second game that Newcastle have lost all season. Um, but yeah, they have stopped winning. That Liverpool game. Obviously, got away from them early. Then there was the badness of Nick Pope getting sent off. We still ended up with an XG of over two. Uh, Bruno Guimaraes is back in the midfield. He was absolutely key. However, you could probably offset that against the fact that Nick Pope was suspended and we're having to play Carrius in goal. Um, so, yeah, I tried to make a fair evaluation of it, Baz. Um, Man United scoring goals. Um, I can't see them blanking at the weekend uh, we've been conceding we conceded readily against Liverpool Bournemouth got one before that um, so I think I can't, I can't say I can't see Manu not scoring especially with Carrius and goal good luck to him by the way I didn't realise what a great big good looking man he was still this week um, and I'm going to get that pink denim jacket as well by the way if I've never like never is any item of clothing been more me than when I saw him in that pink denim jacket pass um so, so I, I get distracted by the pink denim. However, I think they, they concede plenty chances and goals as well, Manchester United. Uh, I say it's a big game tonight as well. Um, and Newcastle have been making chances, just not taking them. So, saying that, bet, first bet I've got is both teams to score, which is a price of four to five, minus 125. Um, uh, the 1-1 one, one full-time is at five to one. Um and then I think Newcastle can get an extra time winner, Baz. Um, a winner, any winner in extra time is plus 550, 11-2, to two, which is a good bet. Uh, Newcastle to win in extra time is 14-1. to one. I think Man, you get some tired legs, Baz. They put a lot into it tonight. Uh, so we'd scrape the 1-1 one, one, um, and then we'll get them late doors. So, yeah, they, they were my main leans on as, as far as the, uh, the outcome of the game goes, Baz. And I've got some card stuff, uh, but we'll let you... Uh, take over and give us your picks uh, yeah same as you it's, it's a hard one isn't it I mean man, man you are rightly going into this as, as favourites aren't they just on current form um, everybody's writing Newcastle off aren't they you listen to anything on the radio at the moment whether it's five live talk sport everyone and their dogs saying it's Man United that you know don't give us a chance at all um, I mean Newcastle are on a run of three without a win in the league, uh, obviously, we won both of the legs in the semi-final against Southampton. But if you take them AFL Cup semi-finals out of the way, we've only won one win in eight. Like you say, they're just not winning any games. Lots of draws in there. Um, and let's not forget, you know, Liverpool are the only team that would beat us. They've beat us twice this season. Yeah, you 
see Sheffield beat us in the cup as well, but that, that was a second string team. Um, and that 2 0 against Liverpool last week, that was only the fourth time all season that anyone scored two goals against Newcastle. Twice Liverpool have done it, they, they put two past us. Man City put three past us in a three all draw. And then again, in that chef word against the second string team, they put two. So there's not a lot of form of many teams coming to Newcastle or, or playing Newcastle home or away and scoring more than one goal this season. So I think that's one thing, the one positive we have got. The form isn't great, but but the defence still is a really, really good defence. And I think that's that's what we're going to have to lean on if we're going to get anything out of this. As you say, Manu, no defeat in eight and only one defeat in 17 now. I mean... I've made a lot over the last few weeks of, of how sort of favourable that run was they had after the World Cup. Um, but still, 17, you know, one defeat in 17 is, is an impressive run against whoever you're playing. I mean, what stood out there is 17 games since the World Cup. Like, you look, we're, we're looking yeah, at that's a lot in the Premier League. You know, if you look at someone like, say, Bournemouth or um, Villa or something like that, they're, they're, you're probably looking at form since the World Cup of seven or eight games. And man, you've played 17 so far. It's, you know, and Leicester tonight's got to take its toll. Like, you know, there's a slight advantage to Newcastle there in the fact we finished Saturday tea time. Well, I had Sunday rest and then we've just trained all week for a cup final. Man, you will have a recovery day tomorrow, one day sort of training Saturday for this. Um, and then they're straight back into it. So we've got to look for little sort of crumbs of comfort and things like that, um, which leads me to think that, you know, we've, we've got a bit of a chance. On, as I say, on current form, it's easy to see why everyone's saying Man United will win it. But let's not, you know, Newcastle have got the best defence in the league. Only 15 conceded all season. Um I mean, next best defensively, Arsenal and Chelsea have conceded 23. Newcastle are miles ahead of anyone in terms of goals conceded this year. Um, we have started conceding lately. Um, but I think if we had to get anything here, it's going to be in a tight affair off the back of our defence being in amongst it. Um, you know, we've played them already in the league this season, drew, drew nil nil. I mean, that does seem a long, long time ago. Um, you know, Ronaldo was still at Man United then, and, and they were a different team to what they are now. But I just think what have Newcastle done done well lately? And, it, and there's been lots of nil nils and one one draws. Um, and similar to you, I think something like a one one might be where we end up. Yeah, I, I give us a chance. I, I do. I think on our day, um, you know, we've given Man City a, a tough game. We've beat Chelsea. We've beat Spurs. Um, Man U didn't didn't beat us at Old Trafford. On our day against these big teams at the moment on Eddie Howe we're, we're playing well um, and he comes up with a plan that that you know most of the time gets us a, a result um, I think we can do it again but the, the, the pattern for me I mean for a bet it's the under 2.5 for me seven games in a row for Newcastle uh, as I say the head head game at, at Old Trafford was a nil-nil um, and I just think that that's the only way we're getting something out of it is I can't see us getting anything if it turns out to be a bit of a shootout because uh, we just don't score enough goals at the moment. Um, so the, yeah, the pick for me is under two point five. Um, I, I don't mind the draw as well though um, in the game. I just and again, like you say, you've got to asterisk everything we're saying. That there's no way I could come on here. <laughs> and say, I think man, you are a great bet. I just can't bring myself to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
in current form at, at plus money six to five that probably are a great bet. Um, but I'm not saying that. Uh, so under two point five uh, and get on Sean Longstaff to score anytime nine to one. Jory Lad uh, to be the hero nine to one anytime for uh, Longstaff. I don't know what price he is for first scorer. Get on that. Get on that as well. Uh, last week, Baz Terza took Sean Longstaff. What game was it? Ooh, away at Bournemouth. Shots on target. One or more was round about two to one. Two or more was eight to one. Three or more was 70 to one. And he had the lot and he filled yeah, it all up. Right. He did, I. Uh, the last one was just a horrible rebound that he minged at the keeper uh, and sent Terza into absolute raptures. Like, um, uh, what price is that under two and a half, Baz? Uh, under 2.5 is 17 to 20. 17 to 20, you know. Um, the, so the other market I looked at was cards. Um, firstly, for the same reason, you just talked about the Manchester and Barcelona game. Um, this line here set at three and a half. It's either, when you look at these games, they're always either three and a half or four and a half. And this one's come down to the th- uh, three and a half. So I love that over three and a half. It's going to be very yeah, similar. Yeah. And the, the two kind of, well. yeah, um, the two kind of snippy teams. Um, and like I said, I'm going to name some of the players in a minute. Another that I picked out, Baz, was both teams to receive two cards or more um, is 13 to 8 plus 162. That's a great bet. So if we're going over three and a half, you know, I think, and I think we maybe even getting up the ladder, I think two cards each is perfectly feasible. Both of us are hoping this goes to extra time as well. So you get an extra 30 minutes for your money. Um, and then the players, Joe Linton is a cracker he gets at least four people a week in a headlock um, he's plus minute I bet William Mark and most of your bets are going to be 90 minute bets on those odds on the cards yeah of course they are nah are they Every, everything's everything's 90 minutes I thought the cards just ran and ran nah no way okay maybe not yeah, um, definitely not so Joe Linton at 13 to 5 uh, Fabian Shaw who is as mad as a bottle of chips if we're 3-0 up you'll do something mad time wasting if we're 3-0 down you'll try and kill someone so on both sides of the wall Fabian Shaw is 100 to 30 uh, plus 333 but my, um, my big bet Baz is the Bruno double booking Bruno Gamares who um, was sent off recently as well as amongst it and is good for a foul um, sort of sits in that guard dog position in front of the back four which is a it's a good place to get booked. Takes 130. And then Bruno Fernandez, horrible, twisty-faced, mackerel-filled get. He was at it again tonight. Like, he's an awful person. Um, 72 plus 350. So if you double them two up, the Bruno double pays 18 to 1 uh, for a double Bruno Brugan bar. So uh, yeah, I'm all over that. that. That's a, that's I a beauty. I, I agree. There's, there's a lot of players in there who are... Oh, good for a bookend, particularly if it does turn out to be a tight game um, and it gets a bit sort of chippy at the end. Um, but yeah, I don't, don't mind any of those players. I mean, I'd looked at the, the line. I was surprised it was as low as three and a half for the cards. Similar with the corners. We know we've rode Newcastle corners a lot this season. Um, and they only need to get five to get around even money this this time round. Even against Liverpool, down to 10 men and, and, and well behind last weekend, we got six in the space of about a half an hour spell. Um, yeah. You know, so we, we've got that in us, and I think Newcastle cards again is is a potential one. Uh, sorry, Newcastle corners. Um, let's see, over four point five Newcastle corners around five to six, and then maybe just push it up a little bit. Okay, um, right. We've got eight Premier League games, Baz, that we're going to have to whiz through because uh, 
we left the, the Newcastle segment a little bit heavy. Um, unless we're a Manchester United fan, then send me and Baz some happy thoughts, uh, some positive thoughts for for Sunday afternoon. I'll be at the match. Baz is going to watch it in London somewhere so we can join in the party after the game as we take over the capital. Um, so yeah, um, send us send us some. Uh, thoughts and prayers, etc. Um, Underdog Fantasy are back. Uh, Underdog Fantasy is your home for off-season NFL. Best ball drafts. I've got me uh, San Diego Supercharger stop on the night. Uh, they've got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favourite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN. You get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100 that's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN okay Premier League Baz uh, we'll do this a time and a half um, we've got some Friday night football that's good it'll distract me tomorrow night from uh, not sleeping uh, before we head to London on Saturday and the Friday night game 8pm kickoff, 3pm Eastern time is Fulham against Wolverhampton uh, Fulham are 11 to 8 plus 137 the draw is nine to four plus two twenty five. Wolves twenty one to ten plus two ten. Uh, Fulham are going well. Uh, got a good win last week away at Brighton. It was a little bit lucky, proper smash and grab. Um, Fulham have turned into under two point five machines as well. Six of the last seven have gone under, uh, under two and a half. Uh, Wolves are doing better until the late win that Bournemouth um, put on them last week, and Barry Barry tagged Bournemouth with that five to one winner. And Wolves have been doing okay for me as well. I was kind of up on them uh, before last week. So I'm going to give them another chance here. Uh, they haven't been winning away from home, so I'm not going to take them to win. Um, but I fancy a bit of a stalemate here. Yeah. This could go... It's going to be low scoring. Nil-nil, possibly a one-all. But I'm going to take the draw, Baz. 9-4, uh, plus 2.25. What you got? Uh, I think you've, you've covered most of what I'm about to say. Uh, quite quite obvious where I'm going. I thought it was... Quite a straightforward one. Fulham under five, un- unders has hit five league games in a row, as you say. Um, although Wolves, a bit of a mixed bag. Wolves kept having them threes, didn't they? They had a win 3 0, lose 3 0 kind of thing. It was a weird run. They fought to the unders, fought to the overs, so a bit of a mixed bag with them. Um, Wolves have lost three of the last five games now, um, and, and they'll be looking to bounce back here, but I think they'll be looking into that, trying to keep it tight against the team, Fulham, who. who very rarely fail to score at home. Um, I think they've scored 10 out of 12 games at home this season. Um, so I think Wolves are, are going to be, you know, trying to keep this tight. It's not going to be a, a wide open game. Mitrovic is a doubt with injury, which is which is always a blow for, for Fulham if he's not there. Um, Wolves away from home have scored just eight all season. Um, so everything just points to the unders for me. And then further to that, you look at the head-to-head between these teams, the last seven head-to-head have all gone under 2.5. The last four of those all went under 1.5. So you, you look at the last games, 0-0, 0-1, 1-0, 1-0, 1-1, 2-0, 2-0. Um, just unders all over it. And and the current form of the teams leads me to think nothing will be any different this time round. It's a little bit short at 8-11, but, but it just seems like a straightforward take it and move on. Yeah, nice little pot builder. Get your Friday night pot builder. Uh, you can fire some birds on Saturday and 
start firing them at the three o'clock games, 10 a.m. Eastern time, first of which is Everton against Aston Villa. Everton six to four plus 150. The draws at 11 to five plus 220. Villa are two to one. Uh, Baz, tricky one this, Everton Villa. Yeah, it is a, a difficult one to, to pick, really. Back to back, 1 0 home wins for Sean Dyche since arriving. Um, this this sandwich done away defeat at Liverpool. Um, so a bit of home comfort there for Everton since Dyche come in. Two clean sheets, two wins, um, and they'll fancy continuing that form with with Villa on a three game losing streak. Um, I mean the three game streak for Villa has been a tough one. You know they had Leicester City with with Madison coming back into the fold uh, and rejuvenated with him there, uh, and then City and Arsenal. Uh, and unlucky to lose against Arsenal as well, re- really late on with a goal that we thought could have been flagged for offside. Um, Villa did score in each of those three defeats recently. Um, picked up five across those three three losses. So they are scoring goals, but they also conceded 11 in those three games. So lots of goals in Villa games at the moment. Um, Everton have had, as I say, two clean sheets um, recently at home. Um but that is only two clean sheets in the last 13 games. Um, you know, prior to that, uh, they were conceding regularly. So I do think Villa can continue getting a score sheet. They're scoring in most games at the moment. Um, as I say, recent form for Everton's a, a very small sample size since since Deitch come in. Um, so yeah, there's a couple of clean sheets there. I think Villa can can get past that. Um, so I think. Ev- all the odds seem to suggest the the, the, the unders here. Yeah. Everything you look at it suggests this is going to be a low scoring game. I'm not not as convinced. I think there could be goals here. I think Villa have got a goal in them. Everton at home is a bit of a sort of revitalised you know place, a big atmosphere again. Now everyone's behind them again. Um, someone I mentioned a bit later with Leeds, you know, suddenly you know, you get the new manager and just all of the moaning and whinging goes away and, it, you know, the place just becomes a happier place and an easier place for teams to to play at home, you know. Um, I just think the overs is is decent value here. It's 13 to 10. Um, oh, nice. That is a good I get why, it's, why unders is favourite and it, it, it's off the back of, of Everton just tightening up a little bit since Daesh got there. But as I say, it is a really small sample size, those those games under Daesh. You know, 1-0, 1-0 and a 2-0 defeat. So the unders has come in, all three of them. Um, but yeah, on the other side of that, Villa are, you know, involved in games with goals. Both teams to score every time uh, in the Villa games as well. Um, and prior to Daesh, Everton, Everton's, you know, the, the overs was hitting often enough. So I just think it's a bit of value, 13-10 to 10, plus 130, over 2.5 goals for me, this one. Okay. Um, yeah, we've said that sort of Everton's bread and butter is going to be home wins against teams which they, they were great against Arsenal, um, poor at Liverpool. And then I didn't know what to make of that Leeds game because obviously Leeds were in disarray. Um, and Everton won 1-0 with a horrible fluky goal. Like So, um, yeah, that was through more questions than answers. Uh, Villa conceded those 11 goals in three. I'm not sure how representative that's been of their form. I thought they played really well against Arsenal. They hit the bar with about seven minutes left, could have put them 3-2 up. Um, any game against Man City, you can kind of put a line through, even though Villa were competitive in that one as well. Um, I can't back Everton. Um, I'm too unsure on them. I need to see more. I think Villa are alive here. Um, I thought Villa played really well. Um against Arsenal and in part against Manchester City as well. A two to one um against the Everton team that, like I say, it took a, a that cross. It was a, a 
a cross that went in against Leeds won them that last game at home. That won't be good enough to beat Villa. It was good enough to beat Leeds. I don't think that level of performance uh, is good enough to do anything against Villa. Um, so, yeah, give me Aston Villa uh, on the road, 2-1. to one. Yeah, um, Carry on the three o'clocks with Leeds against Southampton. Leeds, 18 to 19, minus 105, draw 5 to 2, plus 250. Southampton, or oh, 3 to 1. Horrible game to handicap this one. Um, you've got to go a long way back before you find any green uh, in Leeds' form guide. It's all um, a few orange draws and then the majority of red defeats. They just haven't won in forever. Like, um, And they've also stopped scoring Leeds. Uh, that used to be their thing. They failed to score in four of the last five games. Um, Southampton won completely out of the blue away at Chelsea last week. Um, but I just found that really hard to evaluate as well because any result against Chelsea is a big question mark. I don't know what you make of it because yeah, absolutely. Chelsea are just a really odd team at the moment as well. The only course of action for me is to back the new manager bounce. Uh, I didn't mind him. He was all right at Watford. One of my best mates is a Watford fan um, and he quite likes... It's Javi Gracia, uh, the new manager. So in Southampton is still shit. Let's not beat about the bush. You got a one nil at Chelsea, um, but they're still crap. So again, I kind of Leeds have seduced me for about the seventh week running. Now I feel like I've picked Leeds every week. This week, I mean, it's been a different reason every week. This week, it's a new manager bounce and just a little bit short of even money. So I'll take that minus one hundred five on Leeds on the money line, but. Yeah, I mean, the notes are very, very similar to mine. I mean, Leeds are now 10 without a win, so it seems a little bit odd to be to be back in Leeds, right? But um, they've just been pretty toothless, haven't they? Failed to score yeah. in four of the last five games as well. Um, and I've wrote exactly the same. New manager in, will will we see a response? Um, I mean, will Southampton similarly have a, a, a no manager bounce, which is what they had last week? Because um, <laughs> let's not forget, they've, they've seen off the manager as well, just haven't replaced him yet. Um and I've wrote the same great result for Southampton against Chelsea, but but Chelsea are out of sorts. Um, you, you sort of anyone feels like you can get it, anyone can get a result against them at the moment. Um, and I've wrote similar to you. Let, let you know you you said they're still shite. I said let's not forget Southampton six league defeats in seven prior to the Chelsea game, um, so they weren't exactly in great form going into that. And I'm not sure that game particularly means they they've turned the corner. Um, I struggle to find any real trends in terms of goals and overs, unders, both to score, stuff like that. Um, and similar to you, I've just got a slight lean towards Leeds here with a home crowd who'll be right behind them again. You know, Leeds can be a good good place for the home team when things are going well. Um, and as I say, I don't think the atmosphere has been great. People have been wanting Marsh out of there for a long time now. Um, and suddenly that, that atmosphere will change and, and might in a, in a tight game, which is hard to pick, I think it could be just the, the little sort of the one thing that nudges me towards Leeds here. So I did expect it to be a slightly bigger price. I thought it'd be plus money. A 19 to 20 I've seen as a price. I thought it'd be a little bit bigger than that, but but I still think it's fine for me. I'll take Leeds on the money line here. Okay, team ride on Leeds. Uh, three o'clock's carry on with Leicester City against top of the table Arsenal. Leicester 15 to 4 plus 375. The draw at three to one, and Arsenal seven to ten minus one forty two. Baz, um, Arsenal got lucky last week away from home in the Midlands. Can they do it again? No, no. Correct any answer. Any Next, any, no. any further analysis required? Expand yeah. on that, Baz. <laughs> no, I mean Leicester are one team who I think have turned the corner. They were in really, really poor form coming out of the World Cup, um, and also 
going into it, I don't think they were, no, they, they came out of it all right, didn't they? But I, just don't, yeah. I mean, they'd been, yeah, they'd, they'd been in poor form. I'm looking at the wrong. I'm thinking. I'm looking at the fixtures. I'm just laughing at you having a full-on conversation with yourself there, Baz. Where we just all hanging around waiting yeah, for you. Yeah, I was looking at the wrong thing. I was looking at Arsenal <laughs> fixture and thinking Trice form was, was better than I thought. But no, they come back from the World Cup, didn't they? They lost three on a bounce. Um, went out of the League Cup to Newcastle. Um, I think what five games before they, they managed to get a win in the league. But um, strong performances. Four-two against Villa. Uh, 4-1 against Tottenham and I didn't think they were bad at all against Man United last week um, certainly in the first half they started well created chances they had an XG of 1.5 in that game so they, they, you know, they clearly had chances to get on the score sheet um, and they look like a team now that, that's sort of a bit more confident going forward um, a bit more of a threat um, and if this was a few weeks ago it would have been straightforward you'd take Arsenal to, to get a really solid result against them but Arsenal have had a wobble. They went four four games without a win. Two defeats to Man City. They lost to Everton. Um, and that draw against Brentford. And really, they were a whisker away from that being five games without a win against Villa last week. Um, you know, the score sheet says 4-2, but obviously one of those was a was an empty netter at the end, wasn't it? Um, so, I, I think Leicester can score here. Um I mean, Arsenal haven't had a clean sheet in the last six games. They've conceded 10 goals in the last six games. Um, so there's definitely opportunities to get, get goals, uh, especially with Leicester in, in the form of, they're in at the moment. Um, I mean, it looks like a game that, that will have goals on, on either side, but I think those are a bit short. Both teams to score, 4-6, to six, over 2.5, 4-6. to six. So I'm just going to be a bit bolder here. I think, I think Leicester will get on the score sheet I think they can get do it more than once, um, and I'm going to take less at a win outright money line four to one. Uh, love that, Baz. Uh, four, you a bigger price than me. I, I claimed fifteen to four, but Baz has got them at four to one. Um, I mean, yeah, they took took seven points and scored ten goals before that Man United game last week, and I took them team total, and you know, I don't think it was a bad play, even though uh, it didn't come in and. I mean, Arsenal were minutes away and lucky not to continue that wobble at Villa last week. No way I want to take Arsenal here at 7-10. to 10. Um, Like you've said, goals are live. Leicester's last four games, 3-5-6-4. Uh, Arsenal's last two, 6-4. and four. Um, However, uh, Leicester's last home game, they smashed up Spurs 4-1. Uh, my pick, Baz, is Leicester on the money line. Um, and I'm going to quote, some, quote myself some 4-1. I'll avail myself of some of the four to one. Definitely uh, plus four hundred. I've shopped around. You can get four shopped around. Come racing tax free. Um, there you go. Team right ride. next up, team right. Team right again, Baz. Team dog. We need the uh, we need the dog drop from uh, from Sean and Ryan. The final three o'clock on Saturday is West Ham United against Nottingham Forest. West Ham are three to four minus one thirty three. The draw thirteen to five plus two sixty. Forest at four to one. Um, West Ham kind of keeps threatening a revival but it hasn't really materialised they've got one win in the last eight which was against Everton when Everton were absolutely hopeless they got a point at Newcastle um, and that was kind of we expecting them to kick on and then they just haven't really um, I think and David Moyes is sort of under pressure as well a lot of talk about him being gone um, Forrest somehow got a point um, against Manchester City last week when uh, made of Wood Chris Wood Equalised late doors, but they are 20th in the away league table. They've only got six points from 11 games. Um, 
it's hard to take West Ham just because they're struggling. I don't want to take Forest, um, but I do think Nottingham Forest can score here. Um, they've been playing some decent football. Uh, Brennan Johnson's going okay up front. Um, they're still struggling at the back. They haven't got many defenders fit. Um, so the bet's going to be both teams to score bars, even money, plus 100. Um, that's my pick for West Ham Forest. What you got? Um, oh, I, I don't like the both teams to score. Um, no? West Ham, just one win in eight, as you say. Forest in slightly better form on the two wins, two draws, one loss in the last five. So the pick will be a point in, in those last five games. But seven of them came at home, where we know they're definitely a tougher proposition um, away from home. They're, they're, they're not so good. They don't fill me with any confidence on the road against anybody. Um I've kept it really simple. West Ham don't score many goals. 19 goals in 23 games for West Ham. One of the worst forward lines in the league. Forest don't score many on the road. Forest games have gone under seven games in a row. West Ham game have gone under the last five in a row. I'll just take the unders. Again, it's a little bit short, but at 8 to 11, just neither team or... I mean, could you back either of these teams to score two goals in this game? I, I couldn't. So... You know, you can have your one-one, and I'll have me under. Yeah, we'll the one-all yeah. draw, then Buzz. Yeah. No problem. And next up is the tea time game. Um, I bet the Americans think that's a bit weird. Well, I say tea time, like it's just a normal thing. Um, I bet I think we're being very twee and Victorian. Uh, tea time, the tea time kickoff between Bournemouth <laughs> and Manchester City. That's yeah. I've got one on for. Uh, me emoji cup uh, 5.30 that's tea time um, which is a 12.30 eastern time uh, kick off between Bournemouth and Manchester City Bournemouth 9-1 to the draw um, 19-4 plus 4.75 Manchester City are prohibitive 7-25 to minus 3.57 Baz it's the same every week um, how how do you handicap a minus 3.50 favourite what's going to happen I hate it every week. Yeah, it's shitting it. You're, you're straight away just thinking, how many goals have they got to score to meet for me to land? It, then it's boring. Yeah, Asian handicap team total. Team to, uh, and, and I and I, you know, I've gone boring again. It just it's hard. Uh, you know, I, I I felt comfortable enough to back Bournemouth last week to to get out of the the mess. Um, but this is a different different proposition altogether. I mean, as I say, Bournemouth with their first win since November last week. Um, Tony one defeat and four now. They've had a couple of draws in there. They've only conceded three goals in their last four. So there's definitely a suggestion that there is some improvement for Bournemouth, um, which is what I'd said before that Wolves game. But prior to that, they'd lost six in a row in the league. Um, five of those six, they'd lost by two or more goals. Five of those six, they failed to score. Um, and now they're coming against Man City. And it's just tough, isn't it? I just because I, I want to back Man City on a handicap and, and take the goals yeah I, I think I'll, I'll justify that in a minute but at the same time they've only won one of the last six away from home Man City um, mm-hmm. three losses two draws one win um, you know they drew again last night against Leipzig we know they had defeats Spurs beat them Man, Man United beat them um, who else did they fail to beat Forest Everton yeah. Um, so away from home statistically we should be looking at this and fancy in Bournemouth to possibly keep it tight given the, the, the current form um, and City just can't keep a clean sheet at the moment can they so then 
the question I've got is, can they score three? Um, which they probably need to do to beat the handicap since they always concede. Um, <laughs> and then again, I, I, I'm almost talking myself out my me best because they've only done that twice <laughs> since the World Cup, scored three goals <laughs> on the road. Um, the only, But the two games where they did score three, they did cover the handicap. That was Leeds and Arsenal. I think three one wins in both of those. Um, I have said they have played some good teams in, in that away run. Um, they've played Spurs, Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Leipzig, all since the World Cup, all away from home. Um, I mean, they should have hit at least three against Forest last week. That you know they created more than enough chances. Yeah. That just you know it should have been a walk in the. Let park. me say that about you. Could say that about Leeds as well, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but you, you feel like City are more geared up to bounce back from that sort of result. And that's what sort of pushed us a little bit. As City too, do tend to bounce back after a disappointment. It's it's not very often they hit two bad results in a row. So they lost that Man United game, which was a, was a big blow for them. But they went and beat Spurs and Wolves, the two, the two after that. They lost to Spurs a few weeks ago, and then they come back and beat Villa and Arsenal afterwards. So do have a, you know, a little bit of disappointment. They, they do tend to bounce back. It's not very often they hit a, a, a really rough streak. Um, so I'm going to take them to bounce back. Yeah, it's four to five. It's minus one point five. It's boring as fuck. But Man City <laughs> handicap minus one point five at four to five for me, please. Well, I left myself with no choice here, Baz. I said at the top of the show that I had uh, not taken them both teams to score against Leipzig in the week um, when I'd been taking them both teams to score before that and like you say I think they kept like four clean sheets or something in 16 games so Bournemouth did bits and bobs against Newcastle made a few chances um, got a win last week as well so yeah I've, I've backed myself into a corner yet I had no choice but to take the both teams to score uh, which is 18 to 19 minus 105 um, I had to write down what bet you'd take on that game I knew it was going to be the both teams to score I didn't even look I wrote, don't dislike it, was, it at all but you know as I say they, they concede in every game at the moment so yeah and that's why I fully expect I'll probably need three goals from them to hit me handicap. Um, yeah, I don't, don't dislike that at all. Yeah, my note, there's no notes there, but my notes say I didn't even look autoplay. Um, I've got like half a page of notes for all the games. I've got one line that didn't look autoplay, both teams to score. Um, next is the evening kickoff uh, on the grounds we're keeping the, uh, the periods of day in the right order. Uh, 7.45. Uh, 2.45 Eastern time between Crystal Palace and Liverpool where Palace are 19 to 4 plus 4.75 the draws at 14 to 5 plus 2.80 Liverpool 13 to 18 minus 138 Uh, Crystal Palace absolutely bore me to death they never win Um, five of the last six have gone under two and a half they nearly won last week and then managed to not win conceding in the 96th minute at Brentford uh, Liverpool obviously saw them in uh, in person last week. There's no way you can bet Liverpool. Um, the only, I, I think there was a lot of Liverpool chat on the Discord channel this week. Actually, people sort of talking about them maybe being out of the woods because they'd beaten Everton, but Everton never turned up at all uh, that game. And before that, they kept getting beaten, conceding three. They did beat Newcastle last week, but then they played a lot of the game with ten men, and they looked like conceding every time. We went forward. And then they conceded five goals at home on Tuesday. Um, now, Crystal Palace aren't Real Madrid. Uh, let's make no bones about that. Um, so, yeah, can't take Liverpool. Not interested. However, Liverpool are scoring. Uh, my guy Darwin Nunes is in fine 
form. Um, so he'll be making an appearance later on at the end of the show. Um, right, Palace will score. That's point one to this bet. And when they do, um, I've, what I've got, Baz, I've taken my unit, I've chopped it up in half. Um, both teams to score in the first half is seven to two. Both teams to score in the second half is nine to four. So we'll have half a unit on that. We could win both if both teams score in both halves, which they should have done, uh, Madrid, Liverpool, the other night. Um, so yeah, Palace are going to get a goal, but I can see Liverpool scoring in both halves. Definitely. Um, but Palace are going to get a goal. So that means in one of the halves, one of those is going to catch. So split a unit up. You're not going to get rich. It's a little winner though, Baz. Um, yeah, both teams to score in the first half or both teams to score in the second half uh, and or you could win in both. That's what I think. When was the last time Palace scored two goals in a game? Uh, 1981. If you, get, if you get one of them, it's fine, isn't it? You, you'll take yeah, yeah. a goal in one of the halves. But it's Liverpool, though. Liverpool oh, have conceded no, three of Brentford and Brighton and fucking they scored five the other night. Newcastle could have scored seven. We only had ten, men. Yeah, no, I, I get it. It's fine. I mean, I've... I've Similar, similar notes. I mean, Palace without a win in eight, um, they failed to score more than one goal in any of those eight games, which is what I was why I pointed out the uh, when did they yeah. last score two in a game? Um, three home draws in a row for Palace, uh, and only two goals conceded in that time um, suggests you know they are tight enough at, at the back at home in particular. Um, and I've got, yeah, it seems to be Liverpool have had back-to-back 2-0 wins in the league. Um, the win at Newcastle, again, looking at team goals. The win at Newcastle was the first time they've scored two goals away from home since Christmas. Uh, so they have been struggling on the road. You know, the goals aren't flowing away from Anfield. Um, and they've got five defeats in their last eight games, I think, on the, on the road. Um I'm still not convinced by Liverpool. Uh, I think a few got a bit carried away again, listening to the radio and on the talk shows and everything. After the win against Newcastle, suddenly everyone was talking like the the right back in it, they turned the corner, this is it. Um, Christ, I mean, if you heard some of them when they went 2-0 up against Real Madrid, that, that was it. Yeah. They were going to win the Champions League, everything, and then suddenly it turned on its head, didn't it? Um, you know, they're definitely... Playing better going forward uh, at the moment. They're, they're starting to click those forward players. The likes of Gakpo and Nunes, as, as you see, are, are starting to get a bit of an understanding do well. But defensively, they're just a fucking shambles at the moment, aren't they? Um, as you say, we, you know, the, the, a clean sheet against us, but that was Alisson had to have a very good game to to ensure they, they had a clean sheet against us last week. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm still not convinced they're back. Um, I still think they're going to struggle in games like this on the road. Uh, and I think they might constantly struggle here. Not confident enough to back Palace, um, but I'll take the draw. Uh, 14 to 5 plus 280. Okay, nice. Yeah, at about uh, quarter past eight on Tuesday night, you could have taken your pick from 200 fat Irishmen live YouTube and fucking the game oh, from Anfield. Gets right, right on my tit end. <laughs> Just, right, on there? That's, that's, that's one thing. I- Drives me fucking mad. Oh, here we go. Go on, Baz. Live, live fucking TikTok and fucking streaming. You know, not even watching the match, either. Just talking to people to their fucking 10 followers or something. So that pisses me off. And then another thing is, is I meant to mention this last week. Obviously, people taking their kids to the match with a big fucking sign begging for shit. Oh, yeah. You can't be a fan of that, are you? No. Begging. I just think it's no. 
shit like you're just building this kid's hope up on a one in a hundred chance that he might get lucky like if a, if a kid gets a player shirt naturally like a player comes over says a young lad gives him a shirt lovely great fucking moment for that kid but don't send him there with a sign making them get the hopes up thinking I'm going to get fucking Bruno's shirt but the reason I bring it up is because as you know at the Liverpool game I was second row from the front wasn't I <laughs> so I was fucking yeah. surrounded by the fuckers with a signs and the lad in front of me as you know man as you know I was in the Leases' end. Newcastle yeah. players don't give their shirts away in the Leases' end. They're going to no. go to Gallagher, won't they? Yeah. Um, or, or the Milburn stand or whatever. So this lad in front of me, he's a Newcastle fan, there with his father, pulls out his fucking sign, and it's in Brazilian, with a Brazilian flag yeah, on it. okay. Fucking Alison, can I have your shirt? Oh, Newcastle no. Fan, begging for fucking Liverpool shirts? Ah, fucking not having that, Malcolm. Drives me mad. Put it in the bin. Uh, yeah, he can get in the sea. Um, yeah. That was quite a lot of swearing, Baz, for, for one for, for, for one sentence. Sometimes, that was... sometimes I just things get me back up, Malcolm. I can't help that. Over or under on. 11 and a half F-bombs in one sentence. Baz has cashed the over there. Right, one game left. Uh, and this is on the Sunday. So there's one Prem game on the Sunday because the Cup final is the, uh, the later game. So one thirty kickoff, which is, what do we reckon, 8.30 Eastern time kickoff between Tottenham Hotspur and Chelsea, Tottenham 14 to 9 plus 155. The draw 9 to 4 plus 225. Chelsea 19 to 10 plus 190. Absolutely impossible to figure this out. Baz, go for it. It's exactly what I've wrote. Yeah, don't, don't know where to start with this. Um, Spurs had a comfortable win against the toothless West Ham team last week. What do you make of that? Fuck knows. Prior to that, lost to AC Milan, battered by Leicester. Can't, can't make anything of Spurs at the moment. Chelsea can't buy a win. And I mean, they've tried. They've spent about 400 Yeah, that's what I've tried. Um, no win in five. Only scored one goal in the last five. Um, not much to say at the moment on Chelsea, really. It's just something isn't clicking. As you say, whether it's the players are just not interested in Graham Potter, I, I don't know. Um, so I haven't wrote a lot yet. I've wrote Spurs home games have gone under 2.56 in a row. Chelsea overall games... Six in a row, under 2.5. Um, I couldn't back either of them on the money line. There's nothing suggests Chelsea are suddenly going to start scoring loads of goals. Um, so it's the unders for me. Four to five, take the unders, move on. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Um, yeah, all the same um, inconsistencies really that you just talked about. My main handicap of this was, Baz, that I think uh, Potter might be done. And I think the Chelsea players might make sure that it's this weekend. Um, my bet's going to be Tottenham on the money line here. We've seen Tottenham, if they're going to win, I mean, they beat Manchester City at home recently. Um, kind of game where Kane and Son uh, will will turn up. They, I mean, Chelsea have only won one game in forever and that was a manky 1-0 win against Crystal Palace. So, um, yeah, I think I've talked quite a lot, actually, the last two or three weeks about this weird Chelsea uh, how they have this ability just to down tools and then play well when they want regardless of who's in charge uh, and I think this might be it I think they want Potter gone and I think they'll make sure they do it on Sunday by losing so yeah Tottenham on the money line for me but it's not a confident play even a little bit uh, 14 to 9 plus 155 um, Baza lead us off with your parlay um, goal scorer and an underdog play if you got one yeah, got one for each of those. Uh, got a little bit different with Parley this week, so it's normally nice. team, team goals this week. And I struggled to find 
Specific teams where I think, yeah, they'll get two, they'll get three. Um, normally, there's always two or three of them jumping off the pages. So I went a bit different. Um, I went with the both teams to score treble here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've picked games where me, me players have sort of suggested there'll be goals. So the Everton-Villa game's the first one. Most of the odds there are, are, are in favour of being a low-scoring game. I fancy the overs here. I fancy both teams to score, as seems to be the case in most of Villa's games at the moment. So Everton-Villa was the first one. Leicester-Arsenal, I think everyone's expecting to be one of the higher-scoring games of the weekend. Both teams to score again there. We've both took Leicester. Um, in that one but I'll also take both teams to score and the other one is, is one I think you took the both to score was Palace Liverpool so Everton Villa Leicester Arsenal Palace Liverpool both teams to score in all three of those games pays out just over 92 plus 470 OK nice uh, I want a bit wild with mine Baz uh, Leeds on the money line uh, with the bounce uh, with the new manager bounce um, I threw in Aston Villa on the money line because I'm not really having Everton. I think Villa have played quite well recently. And uh, Liverpool team total uh, over one and a half. Uh, that's my three. And that pays out 10 to one. Uh, my goal scorer pass won't come as a surprise. Darwin Nunes, uh, five to one first goal, seven to four plus 175. Any time, who's your bags, man? I one from Madison. Um, I fancy Leicester to get something at Arsenal. I fancy goals in that game. Madison nine to two anytime. Big price. Get on Madison. Right, it's a big price. Yeah, free kick edge of the box. Top bins. Uh, my underdog. Uh, I'm going to stick with Villa. Like I said, the, the more I looked at this, the sweeter I was uh, on them. So yeah, Villa two to one. I think they do a win. Um, I could have also thrown Leicester in um, at a bigger price as well. And you say we have got the team right on Leicester at four to one. But yeah, give me Villa uh, with a little nod to Leicester as well, Bas. Funnily enough, I thought about going elsewhere away from Leicester, having picked them up in the uh, in the main picks. I thought Villa was was one I, I could have easily gone for, but I've stuck with Leicester. I'm the underdog for the week. Underdog of the week, Leicester to beat Arsenal four to one. Leicester for Baz, okey doke, and that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's all the picks made that are going to be made. Uh, anything else you need to tell us about Baz before we crack on? Uh, not a lot from you me. got it all off like, your chest. Fucking just can't get the cup final off your mind now, can you? So yeah, I know. It's tricky. I'm going to have to try and distract myself tomorrow. I'll be able to watch a bit of football tomorrow night. Then I've got the drive to London with the old men on Saturday. Um, no idea what I'm going to do Saturday night. So, yeah. Uh, I'll probably speak to you I won't speak to you Baz I'll, I might drop you a little message after the game or something but yeah good luck enjoy the match stay safe um, you're, not, Newcastle. you're not having a pain pre-match in London you're staying I've got, I've got the three 80 year old men with us Baz like you're not popping to a bar or anything but um, I would take them for a pint but I'm not carting them up and down the tube station and into yeah. Trafalgar Square and all that shit the whole point of me chaperoning them was that I can just keep them because they will try and go mad, the three of them. They're all nuts. Um, so I'm going to have to put them on reins like toddlers. So no, I'll find a quiet pub and I'll buy them all a pint and say, don't move. Um, and then I'll try and get them in and out of Wembley safely. Um, so yeah, if any Newcastle fans listening, try and enjoy yourself. Um, tidy up after yourself in Trafalgar Square. You know, you've apparently got to take a bin bag now, Baz, to put all your cans in, all your empty cans. Any... Manchester United fans listening, uh, hope you enjoy yourself too. Um, and yeah, we'll be back and we'll discuss it um, 
either jubilantly or we'll make up some shit excuses on uh, Monday night, Buzz, uh, when we're back from the capital. So, yeah, um, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, get in the Discord channel. Give us a like, rate, review. Uh, we will be back on Monday night, Sunday night. Um, good luck with all your bets over the weekend. Uh, and until Monday, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>